0: Hello this is Ryan Fritz with Science of Cardio. Um, Today we're talking about thinking different and training different with resistance training. So this is a very important topic and very interesting to me. So we're gonna kind of jump into it talking about strength and resistance training today. Uh, Most people have a kind of idea of what strength training is or is supposed to be. And uh, I'll just kinda go through uh, some of the benefits or the pros of traditional strength training. So when you think of traditional strength training, you think of weights, you think of dumbbells, barbells, maybe a cable, lat pull down, or a bench press, or a barbell back squat. Um, so, those are kind of some traditional strength training modalities. So, weights are great. Uh, there's tons of scientific research and studies that support and kind of back resistance training. So, obviously, the biggest thing or benefit is that it builds muscle tissue. Uh, we look better, we feel better, we get strength in our muscles, uh, we can you know, move, better range of motions. It helps with blood and pulmonary flow. Typically we have better balance. Um, It can or has influencing with lowering our resting heart rate. Uh, Usually we sweat when we're strength training. Uh, Sweating is a good detoxifier. Uh, Strength training or doing kind of big muscle groups influences hormones. Um, we also have some cellular things. Cholesterol gets influenced by resistance training. Usually when you're tired from strength training, you sleep better. Uh, we also can do things easier. We can open a door at the restaurant. We can get off of the toilet. We can uh, you know pick up things, uh, grandkids, or put our suitcases up in the top rack of the plane. And then uh, we also get benefits from like bone density. Uh, We strengthen our ligaments and tendons and muscles kind of as a result of strength training. So those are all awesome uh, pros or good things about strength training. Um, Some other kind of side of the coin is the cons of strength training. Uh, This is where I focus a lot of my time. Um, I have a lot of bodybuilder friends and I've had past experience with professional athletes that, you know, strength train a lot. Um, (laughs) I would say anywhere between six and 10 sessions a week. And, uh, when they get into their fifties, they have a lot of arthritis and they're broken down. So, Uh, That is kind of my focus in my uh, path with science of cardio is more of the sustainable kind of exercise with strength and conditioning. So let's get into kind of the cons of resistance training. So typically you will notice or you will see uh, overuse injuries, um, tendonitis, bursitis. uh, You know people always are wearing elbow sleeves or knee guards or you know some kind of a thing around a joint uh, when they're overdoing strength training so there's a lot of risk and injury associated with resistance training um, the intensity is pretty uh, demanding on your joints so ligaments and tendons it is or can be high stress on your body a lot of inflammation and a lot of kind of recovery to fix that, um, but we also know that it has a lot of good benefits to it. So you'll see a lot of, you know, string training people have joint pain, aches, problems. Um, there is a lot of repetitions that you put on a joint or a lot of articulation, so a lot of movements at the joint. So again, like I said, tendonitis, bursitis, arthritis, Those overuse injuries can or may lead to surgeries or repairing of frayed tendons or damaged tissues. A lot of surgeries leads typically to joint replacements. So the challenge or issue or the downside of strength or resistance training is frequency and volume. Uh, That is the killer. If we do too much, too intensely, we have injuries. And it's really hard on the cells and the tissues to repair. So there's kind of this, you know, work to rest ratio that is very important. And um, it's individualized and, you know, it's different from person to person. It's also different kind of day to day, week to week, depending on what you're doing, how's your recovery, nutrition, rest. So a lot of things go into that that most people just aren't dialed into. So, um, food for thought. So with that is kind of solutions. Is there a way that we can get resistance training benefits without the wear and tear on our joints? Okay. Again, that is my mission with science of cardio: is how can we get these awesome optimization perks or benefits uh, from resistance and strength or cardiovascular exercise without the damaging parts to our joints, ligaments, tendons, and other tissues. So some solutions or ways to kind of step around that injury side of resistance or strength training with the joints is have a structured game plan. Um, You know, obviously, if you do upper body strength three, four, five days in a row, that's going to be a lot of volume, and that's going to cause or have uh, joint inflammations. Um, I also recommend to my clients go heavy safely. So it is okay to lift heavy weights. There's, you know, bone density benefits, and your bones grow um, tighter and they're less porous and they can um, adapt to that load and it will you know obviously get stronger, the muscle will get bigger so that it can accommodate to those challenges or stresses you're putting on. So you can lift heavy but do it safely, know what you're doing, think about your form, have tempos and uh, be thought conscious about that. Uh, another big solution or benefit um, is change your modalities so if you do a squat uh, as your a leg challenge you know you might think about changing up to maybe a deadlift isometric or uh, a wall squat or maybe a split squat or a leg press so uh, those Angles and challenges have different stresses on our muscles and joints. So good way to uh, de-stress your joint um, or challenge it differently. Um, Then the basics of strength and resistance training is applying force in all ranges of motion. So um, if you're an advanced strength trainer or lifter, you might think of, you know, uh, a bench press. You have a decline bench, a flat bench, an incline bench, a chest fly. So you're hitting all those angles and range of motion. Um, so you should be doing that with every joint. And you should be trying to get uh, beginning, middle, and end range challenges all the way through every joint movement. So, um, you know, there are basically 70 joint um, movements or articulations so we need to train those frequently um, but there is kind of a, a safe and unsafe way to do that so um, you know just think about training things at end range training them in different positions so some examples of sustainable solutions for resistance training uh, is body weight challenges so things like push-ups uh, planks um, Doing a wall sit, those are you know um, kind of isometricy things. You can use the TRX, dumbbells, machines. Uh, I use a machine called IsoFit to do isometrics with. It's basically a barrier that you push into; doesn't move. Um, you know barbells, Pilates, swimming. There are lots of ways to create uh, force into a direction. So. Strength training, resistance training, <clears throat> no matter what the modality is, you are basically applying force in a direction. So, applying force in a direction can be any way that you like. Um, I can take a hundred year old person in a wheelchair and have them push into their chair with their arm or their leg. They can, you know, hold a can of soup. They can take a dumbbell and hold in the air. Um, you can basically squat down and hold a squat position. Anything that is challenging, hard effort that creates a nervous system and a muscular stimulus or challenge is considered resistance training. So Those are food for thoughts. You don't have to be in the gym to do strength training. You can go onto the playground and pull yourself up Uh, into a tree, hold yourself, and you're challenging your muscles and nervous systems. The recommendations for this resistance training is think sustainable. Um, What do 90, 100-year-old people do? Uh, They walk. Uh, Walking is a resistance thing. You're applying force to propel your body. Um, They can do isometrics or pushing into something that doesn't move. They can adjust their pressure That they do so that's the one thing neat about isometrics is you don't need you know 7,000 pounds to create a good challenge Um, something like CrossFit uh, is not the most sustainable thing you do not see you know 90 80 100 year old people running marathons those are kind of examples that I use with clients to show them about resistance training Um, you know, Pilates, Tai Chi, yoga, those are all forms of resistance training. Again, the the basic scientific principle is applying force in a direction. Muscle maintenance or doing things like corrective exercises for your joints. Um, I usually do exercises with my clients on their toe uh, or foot muscles, their finger or hand muscles, their neck muscles. Uh, We have them, so we need to maintenance them. Most people don't do any neck exercise, they don't do any finger or toe or ankle exercises, so those muscles become deconditioned over time, and that leads to imbalances, it leads to muscle weaknesses, it leads to joint pains, and those lead to injuries, uh, possible surgeries, and also possible uh, joint replacements. So my recommendation is that you do once A week of dynamic resistance to maintain that movement and applying force through movements and ranges of motion so dynamic you're doing bench press squat dumbbell bicep curls uh, cable lat pull downs leg press Uh, so once a week doing those and then once a week doing isometric training so you could take the same exercises you can do a push-up hold for a given time maybe 30 seconds you can do a wall squat for 60 seconds. You can do an isometric uh, split squat or lunge, holding that for 30 seconds. Uh, that's a huge challenge. Uh, also, you, you know aren't putting the reps on your joints. So isometrics, you basically get into the movement you hold. Uh, there's a lot more time under tension. So if you hold, let's say, a split squat for 30 seconds, your muscle and nerves are engaged for the entire 30 seconds. With the dynamic exercise, you may push uh, or do a bench press where your muscles engage for a half a second, uh, pushing up, and then uh, you kind of turn that down a little bit to you know go down or lower the bar, then you push max effort going back up. So there's usually three times the muscle and nerve stimulus on a isometric challenge and there is a dynamic challenge. So that's good food for thought. But again, we still need to move and uh, challenge or push ourselves through applying forces through movement and we also need to be considerate of how many repetitions or joint stresses we're putting on. So I want to thank you for joining and listening to this podcast. Hopefully, there was some good information, and it gets you thinking differently about strength or resistance training. Our next podcast, we're going to go into the keys of fasting. So I'm going to talk about you know tips and caveats that people have with intermittent fasting. So there's some uh, challenges and some things that I've found and learned from doing fasting that make it, um, you know, harder. So I want to teach and help people out with optimizing, uh, their intermittent fasting to get the best results. So have a great one.